This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by Credit. Credit. The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show where we try to burn calories by complaining. I'm your host, a big dumb baby, Tim Down. I need to address something immediately, um, otherwise I'm going to be thinking about it the whole show and I'll be self-conscious about it. I need you to know that right now, uh, instead of my usual stance of uh, sitting in an armchair or in an office chair, uh, I'm, I'm lying down on my bed, but I'm doing it in such a way that looks like I'm singing while laying on top of a piano, if you can picture that. Um, if you can picture that, you should also picture me wearing a red sequin dress and uh, horn-rimmed glasses, so I look like the fairy godmother from Shrek 2. And that's not so much a suggestion to help you, that's just more to put that image in your head. Because I think, I think we probably have the same body type, now that I think about it. So it's probably not that far off. Um, what a weird, what a weird start to the episode. What a weird way to begin. Uh, so listen, I also have to come clean about something else. Last week I told you that the phone call I got was the bank telling me that I have too much money. Um, and I'm, I regret to inform you that that was actually not true. That was a lie. Uh, I misled you when I said that. Um, my bank, I don't think has ever called me. Um, so, uh, and, and I certainly don't have uh, too much money, especially if the federal or provincial government's listening. I can't imagine the provincial one is because this is an English show, at least for now, until the language laws seep into entertainment. Uh, but more to the point, that was actually a landlord that called me, and we have signed a lease. So I'll be moving out of uh, this apartment into a new apartment. And... Uh, I think it's going to be a good thing overall. However, the next couple months are just going to be just just spending money constantly. Just th- just throwing fistfuls of cash. They're fives or loonies because it's not not that much money. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just distracted because there's a, a I'm looking out the window and um. There's like, I was going to say exhaust, but that's for cars. This is a chimney, and there's smoke coming out of it. And there's birds just hanging out in front of it. I wonder if they're getting high from the fumes. I mean, there's more and more birds as the second, as I, by the, by the second, uh, as, I, as I look at them. So, I don't know, maybe birds huff paint or glue or just get high on the fumes. I mean, one guy, he's walking around aimlessly doing like figure eights. Oh, wow. Okay. Even more, Listen, I'm not going to talk about birds the whole time. This is not a, you know, the ornithology comedy hour, at least not yet, but who knows? A couple of years, this show could really take a turn. But part, in addition to the moving costs, another cost is, um, well, as I mentioned uh, probably last week, my uh, my passport appointment got canceled because of the strike and the strike ended today and so it is currently may 1st my flight is in 10 days so 
What I'm going to do is I went into the office today on my lunch break and I asked them how long the wait was and they said it was two to two and a half hours, which probably means that it's going to be longer than that, especially since I'm only going to be able to go tomorrow so I can get the day off. So what I'm going to do essentially is I'm going to go to bed early tonight, significantly early, and I'm going to head over and I'm going to line up tomorrow morning so that I'm the first one there. And so my plan is to currently get there at, at 5 a.m. Now that's very fucking early. Additionally, the office opens at 8.30. So that's three and a half hours of waiting outside until they open the doors. And I'm of two minds about this. Because on the one hand, I could be way, way overdoing it. And if I showed up at like, eight o'clock in the morning I'd be like the first or second one there and it'd all be for naught so there's there's kind of two options either I show up that early and I'm the first one there and the next person that shows up to line up gets there at like 8 15 or I get there at five and there's already 10 people ahead of me and I'm I'm stuck there the whole day No, that was the case last year when all the passport stuff was going on. And to be honest, I think I think I would prefer that. I think I would prefer to show up at 5 a.m. and there already be 10 people ahead of me. Because if I show up at 5 a.m. and the next person that gets there is there for like half an hour before they open, that's going to be upsetting to me. It's going to hurt my feelings. And especially if I go through all that, then my fucking passport doesn't show up on time. But I'm planning on paying whatever ungodly fucking fee it's going to take for me to get it as soon as possible. At this point, because the ranges are like 10 to 20 days as standard. The next one is two to nine days. And then there's like 48 hours, basically, or emergency next day pickup. So I'm going to go for the 48 hours one. And then it's going to, I'm not sure how much it's going to cost. They don't really tell you, which is, you know, not a good sign. You know, like you go to McDonald's, they tell you what the prices are because prices aren't that big. High prices aren't that high. But when you go to a fancy restaurant and they just list the dishes, <laughs> you know, you're in fucking trouble. You, you better have some room on your old, uh, old credit card because otherwise... You're going to be doing dishes in the back. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll have an update next week as far as uh, as far as how that goes. Uh, I'm planning on dr- – I'm probably going to look a little bit fucked up because I don't have, like, slush pants. So I'm going to have my – I'm trying to do it strategically because it's not supposed to be freezing cold, but it's supposed to be cold and probably raining. So I'm going to have an umbrella. I'm going to have a rain jacket. I'm going to wear overalls. I have a vest that I've never worn that's like a warm vest. I'm going to have that. I'm going to wear boots. Because most likely I'm going to get rained on. And I don't want to get rained on with like jeans. It's going to be kind of unpleasant. So I'm probably going to walk in looking kind of like a longshoreman that drowned. And was pulled up out of like a, out of the ocean. And I'm going to bring Sudokus. I'm going to bring books. 
I'm going to have to bring little snacks, too, in case I get hungry. It's going to be a real fucking ordeal. And like I said, if I don't uh, get a passport in time, well, I'm going to be throwing paint and eggs at every cop car that I see for the ticket, which I still have to pay off. And I'll be throwing them at the Service Canada building. Um, Of course, this is satire. And if someone else so happens to do that, this is not admissible in court. This is a performance um, and it's not real. So there, I think I'm covered from a legal perspective. I'll have to consult with my lawyer, uh, which is uh, chat GPT. But anyway, listen, let's let's move on. I, I'm I'm already not. In the, I don't want to I don't want to go that early. But if I don't go that early, I'm kind of fucked. So it is what it is. This is what being an adult is like. It's just problem after problem. And then I'm going to spend fucking, I don't know, 500 fucking dollars getting my goddamn fucking passport and then spend, I don't know, $6,000 renting a truck for fucking moving day because that's how Quebec works. We all move out on the same fucking day as if that's a great idea. (sighs) You know, I think I, I really am thinking of turning to a life of crime or just moving to Alberta where there's no taxes and then fend for myself. And potentially get eaten alive by wolverines. <clears throat> I mean, that's a pretty cool way to go. Anyway, let's let's pivot a little bit. I got some other things to talk about this week. Um, now, this didn't happen last week, but I was intrigued by it. So there's a the biggest chain of Asian supermarkets in Canada. It's called TNT. I don't know why it's called that, but one opened up near my apartment. I may have talked about it, but trying to get in there when it first opened was not is not happening at all. You could not get in. And I just happened to be in the area, and I can't even remember what I was looking for, but I ended up going in because it was a lot less busy than before. It was still busy, but a lot less busy. And I noticed something that I found a little peculiar and a little bit disappointing. Because I'm walking around, I'm looking at all the different products they got. They all got all kinds of noodles. There's all kinds of like kimchi. There's vegetables that I've never seen before. There's all these like weird products. And I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm seeing like, oh, is there anything I need? Maybe I'll get some, maybe I'll get like a, a weird kind of, some weird noodles, you know? Or get, get, some, get some seafood that I don't recognize. But then I couldn't help but notice the people that were in there. And so there was there was largely two kinds of people there that were there. There were Asian people, which were just, you know, they were just shopping. There's nothing really remarkable about that. Um, I don't think I would have remarked on that at all ex- if it wasn't for the fact that there were also, like, every every person that was not Asian in there was wearing a shirt that had some kind of Asian iconography on it. So whether it was that uh, there's like an image of a cat that's wearing like Japanese garb that has like a knife in its mouth or a Godzilla shirt or just one that has Japanese writing or just like weird, like not even weirdly enough, not even anime shirts, like Japanese and Chinese shirts. And I don't know. It just seems like trying a bit too hard to me, you know, and listen, I don't, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an enormous weeb 
I think that much is clear. And I'm one to talk is a guy that's walking around with a one piece wallet as well as a one piece backpack. But it just seems almost like deliberate, like, hey, I'm going to the Asian grocery store. I'm going to wear my Asian shirt, you know, or you're just you just dress like that always, in which case. I don't know. Maybe stop buying things off of Redbubble. Maybe get some plain shirts. Maybe not everybody needs to know every every piece of media that you enjoy. I also, this was, I saw a guy that had a shirt and I thought it was a combination Childish Gambino Zelda shirt because it, it looked like the album cover to uh, Camp for you uh uh, childish Gambino heads. I don't know what his fans are called. Gamb- Gambina- Gambinites. Um, and then Toon Link. But it turned out it was just a picture of Toon Link feeding some ducks in a park. Which I have to feel like he made. Because there's no way that that's a mass-produced shirt. Unless there's some weird joke that I don't get. Like there's some weird like Werner Herzog movie where that happens and they're like, oh, dude, get it? Because like oh, dude, look at this shirt I got. It's a cross of Bleach and Mulholland Drive where Ichigo is Rita, you know? (laughs) I just watched Mulholland Drive the other day. That's, I'm going to be completely honest. I I didn't get it at all. I I, I fell asleep for part of it because I was really tired, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm a guy that watches David Lynch movies and just gets them right away. I mean, I enjoyed Twin Peaks very much. But to say that I understood the 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 Lynchian aspects of it would be lying. And I think everyone that just says, oh, it's like dream logic. What the fuck do you mean? Explain what you mean by that. Elaborate on that. Because that's just... That's the kind of answer I would give to make it seem like I knew what I was talking about. Oh, there's just the elements of the surreal and dream logic and 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 mistaken identity. It's like, okay, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Tell me what you mean. Um, so we watched a, a video essay about it afterwards that explained it. And it actually explained it quite well. And so now I get it. So now, if someone else says they watched it and didn't get it, I can explain it thereby making it seem like I got it and just not mention the fact that I watch a YouTube video. Because that's how, that's how you can get away with things now. You can just kind of say stuff and people will assume you figured it out because people aren't wise to the YouTube video essay game yet. So let me tell you, I'm going to be having a lot of discussions using a lot of... I've got my uh, opinions on a lot of things from a lot of different YouTube videos. Um... Speaking of YouTube videos, okay, I don't have much to say on this. I just I thought it was weird because I was talking about it in a previous episode where I was saying that I uh, I was considering taping my mouth shut while I sleep to help with snoring and help uh, sleep better. And I don't know if it's because of that or just pure happenstance. I got an ad on YouTube for this product that is basically that. It's a kind of tape that you put over your mouth while you sleep. Seems um, stretchy, seems like not that sticky, so it doesn't hurt to take off. But my one gripe with it 
is that it's called hostage tape. (laughs) I mean, weird branding for something that's supposed to be like, hey, this will help you sleep better. This will help you get a deeper sleep. You know, I mean, I I don't, again, I'm not an expert, but famously, I don't think hostages sleep that well. (laughs) I think that's part of the whole thing is you're not getting that much sleep. Like, Stockholm syndrome and like, uh, fuck, I w- fuck, I wish I knew. Oh, I had it. What's the thing where you sleep? Where you sleep constantly? It starts with an N. Oh, fuck, I wish I had that locked and loaded. Can you imagine how good? How good of a reference would that be? Uh, sleep a lot. Sleep by act. Nope. How do I look this up? Disorder. Start off with that. Where? You sleep all the time. Hypersomnia? Nope. No. Ooh. Narcolepsy. Fuck. Fuck, it's narcolepsy. I was sure. I was sure that I was going to, as I was typing it, get it. And I didn't at all. I, I had to look up the Mayo Clinic. Also, by the way, not to this is old school downsizing where I just get fucking lost. Why is it called the Mayo Clinic? Like that just seems weird. The Mayo Clinic. Why is it called that? That. Holy fuck, guys! I'm having a hard time. Uh. Why is it called the Mayo Clinic? Is it like the ketchup, ketchup dentistry association? Name. Uh, what the fuck? Mayo Clinic Proceedings. Recognize his name of the Integrated Coordinated Private Group. All right, stop spitting. Oh, my God. Okay, originally it was the nickname given to the growing Mayo practice by physicians who visited the Mayo Brothers Surgical Clinics at St. Mary's Hospital in Rochester. It was the Mayo Brothers Clinic or Mayo's Clinic. But it doesn't. But then that's annoying because it says it was founded by the famous Mayo brothers, Dr. William James. Oh, I guess that's a weird phrasing because it says the famous Mayo brothers, doctors William James and Charles Horace. So I'm like, okay, Dr. James and Dr. Horace, why are they the Mayo brothers? (laughs) I guess it's Dr. William Mayo and Dr. Charles Mayo. But I got to tell you something. I think they need to revise this article because that is not at all clear. I mean, or I'm just a fucking idiot. Both are are equally possible. Why did I even bring that up? Oh, yeah, hostage tape. I just feel like that's bad branding. Like, like you get something, you know, douchey, like Black Rifle Coffee Company. It's like, oh, we're fucking cool and we're fucking dangerous. We're selling coffee. You know, it's like, it's like naming sleeping pills like cocaine. It just doesn't, it just doesn't really match up. Um, now, I know we've gotten off track quite a bit, and that is only my fault. Uh, so I'll give you a little bit of a weight update. I haven't done that in a while because it's been uh, upsetting. But I weighed myself the other day. I came in at a nice 298. 
So I'm sub 300, which is a, a low bar. But uh, we're, we're getting there. We're making progress. I'm going to probably lose all that progress this weekend because over the next couple days from Thursday to probably Monday, I'm going to be eating like a real piece of shit and uh, consuming a couple beverages as well. So it's going to be uh, real interesting to see how I how things turn out on the other end of this. Not to mention I've got two birthday dinners this week. Oh boy, I'm going to have to really, <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, one uh, one kind of last thing that I wanted to get into is the other day I was talking about Orson Scott Card. And if you don't know, Orson Scott Card wrote Ender's Game. It's a very famous, very popular, very influential sci-fi book, sci-fi series. He's also like OG, super fucking homophobic. And then I was reading about him on his on his Wikipedia page, and it says he was a Democrat, but he uh, supported, there was like a hashtag, I guess, that said, hold your nose, vote for Trump, which I guess were people that were like, fuck, this guy sucks, but like kind of not. So I know he's kind of a douche, but like, come on, dude. Let's just fucking vote for him because he's kind of funny. Um, but then also he supports liberal immigration laws, gun control, and uh, what was it? Uh, oh, protecting citizens from capitalism. So it's like a weird combination of politics. And I thought it'd be fun to talk to people like that, like people that are like, hey, you should respect people's pronouns and uh, affirm people's gender and you know, being trans is cool, but gay marriage should be fucking illegal. Like people like that, where you're like, how the fuck did you get there, man? <laughs> how did you arrive at these beliefs? And I thought, you know, famously, I don't have guests on this show. I thought it might be fun to have people like that on, because those are the people that I want to talk to. I want to talk to people that are just fucking nuts. I want to talk to people that are conspiracy theorists i want to talk to people that think the moon landing was fake i want to talk to people that think jfk was killed because he was a lizard you know but the problem is the problem is i'm too fucking stupid and i would just end up probably agreeing with them like they'd say hey have you ever seen the moon up close and i'd go well no i guess not well, then how the fuck do you know it's real and i go well i I don't know. I guess. Oh, man, that's a that's a good point, I guess. Fuck. Shit. And then I'm just allowing some lunatic to come onto my show. Now, granted, it's not like it's not like early Joe Rogan experience where, you know, he'd have some weird conspiracy guys on, but he also has like thousands of people listening. I mean, I'm I'm not going to disclose the numbers here for tax purposes, but I'm not quite getting that amount of listeners. So it would be not as as big of a net issue were I to uh, platform some real Looney Tunes characters. But, you know, I'm always interested. You know, that's one of the things I miss about working retail is working with people that believe the most bizarre and insane things. That, like, it's a wonder that 
they're willing to say them out loud. I had a coworker who said that James McGill probably paid his slaves well, which is just like how do you even how do you even begin to to say a thing like that? Like it's by definition not true. It if they were paid well, then they wouldn't be called slaves. Obviously, right? Of course. They would be called employees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's just that's just true. That's just not only how words work, but that's how reality works. And that's how just navigating through life is. Some things are one thing or they're a different thing. But if they're a different thing, they're not the other thing, right? So if he did pay them well, then, hey, by definition, they're not slaves. Unless it's like a company store type thing where you're getting like, I don't know, McGill bucks to use at the store. Then then maybe. But even then, I would argue that that's not paying well. That's just, I don't know. There's a word for it. But again, I am too fucking stupid to know. And I haven't watched any YouTube videos about it. So I don't really have a strong opinion on it one way or the other. Wow. What, how did we, how did I end up there? I was in like a fugue state. I started talking about slavery. What the fuck? Homophobia, slavery, the moon landing being fake, something about JFK. What the fuck am I talking about? Jesus H. I think, I think I need to go lie down. <laughs> well, at least, wow, that was actually too loud. That hurt my own ears. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're listening with headphones because even for me, that was too loud. Back to the early days of the podcast where you get your fucking pants blown off by the music at the end. <sighs> yeah. Well, I think I think we're going to call it there. I'm in a bit of a tizzy about having to get up early. Again, I really hope there's people there. I hope I have to wait until like 3 p.m. to be seen because then it will be worth it. Otherwise, I'm going to feel like a real fucking piece of shit dummy nincompoop and uh so actually not that different from usual (laughs) anyway uh listen we're gonna call it there Uh, as always listen you can uh send me a little email at downsizingpod at gmail.com you can follow me on instagram at uh excessively underscore caucasian tune in next week to see if i'm bloated and hungover and passportless (laughs) 